Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nick Davis Show. I have a very special guest. My first guest on the show, a good friend of mine, Carly Mailson. <gasps> That's me. That's She's got a podcast about being fat. Uh, yes. She used to be less fat. She's skinnier now. And she's <laughs> doing a good job. She's a good friend of mine, one of my first friends I ever made in Milwaukee comedy. Uh, we've gone through the gamut of friendship. Jesus, uh, we yeah, kind of, yeah. well, we kind of dated. Did we? Though? I don't know. We we hooked up once or twice, maybe allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, people say. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. People talk, man. Yeah, allegedly we've had sex, um, but we're not weird about it. <laughs> we had a roast battle. We made fun of each other for it. Yes. Yes. We're friends. We're good. Yes. And uh, thank you for being here. Uh, what is the name of your podcast exactly? <laughs> my, the name of my podcast is Eight Months Away from Being Fat Again. Eight, I like it that it's optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I really like that the title is optimistic about the future. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you have uh, a co-host, Greg Bach, right? Correct, yeah, and yes. I, Yeah, that I knew. I just wanted, for people that don't know. Right, obviously. Yeah, Greg Bach's a piece of shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Greg. Ooh, I love Greg. Him. I love Greg. There's a little podcast. We're going to have a podcast feud off. Next oh, thing no. you know, I'm going to get Greg on here. We're going to have a boxing match on camera. That's yes, what we're going to do. I am so for that. <laughs> What's cool about boxing, good cardio. Uh, yes. Good cardio. I I'm, used to kickbox. Like, really? Yeah. There's I a, mean, not like, you know, comp, co- competitively. That's the word. You're I'm telling me for. that if you could take down Joe Rogan. Hell no. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. Eight months away from fighting Joe Rogan in the octagon. Yes. Just, this whole podcast is just going to be me renaming your podcast. Perfect. That's the whole thing. We rename it every week. This week, ah, this see, week uh, it was eight months away from maintaining. Maintaining. Yes. So you're talking like keeping the weight off, essentially. Yes, yeah. That's something I really struggle with, uh, personally. So does 94% of people who go through a big weight gain. Uh, weight- loss so it's me. almost like everybody's eight months away from being fat again that's the whole point of the ah, podcast positive optimism for the future oh we finally well we got out of the way early now that we've plugged your podcast you want to get the fuck out of my house uh, sure. see you later bye all right yeah guys thank you for tuning into the nick davis show uh carly it was a great time to have you on i really appreciate it uh <laughs> no so i don't know um i don't know what's been going on I, we've hung out so like, like yeah i don't know what you want to talk about on a podcast necessarily but How's your weight loss journey going? Like, well, how do you, I know that, like, it's hard with COVID. We've talked about that, but. Oh, it is hard with COVID. It's been rough. Also, anyone listening, excuse my little dog. Uh, he's upstairs, but we're doing our best. Keep going, Carly. That's fine. I love your dog so much. Little Ozark. Little Ozark. I'm yeah. going to steal him. You wouldn't be the first person who's tried. So, okay. it's like the cost, like, $1,000 yeah, from a breeder, from an ethical breeder. Ethical, my ass. Exactly. Let's like ethical weight loss, though. That's important. <laughs> anyway, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, what's it called? Uh, just transition segue. There we go. Yep, segue. Redirect. Transition. Yes, perfect. It's a it, conversation. Just table tennis. You go back and forth. <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly what a conversation. That's is. what a normal person thinks about conversations. That it's a game of table tennis. They definitely don't just think it's a conversation. Right. Yeah. My brain is normal. Yep, your brain is 100% normal. That's a different episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> your weight. Oh, I love your brain. My brain is the quirky, weirdiest thing. It, it's so hard being. It is. It's so hard dealing with my brain sometimes, but it is a blessing. I like you your know? brain. Keep your brain. Yeah, yeah. When I when I have reins of my brain, it's great. When other yeah. when like when manic forces take it over, bad news. But that's <laughs> for everybody. Like any brain, that's true. any brain with manic tendencies yeah. in it can and theoretically break bad it's just like managing your health managing your weight loss just being healthy in general right 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 is just a, you know it's a better way to live frankly yeah. so 
how do you mind if I ask where did you and you don't have to give me specific weights, but like where where did you start and where are you now? Like well, how where are you in your weight loss journey? I'm like so God, like 10 years ago I lost uh 70 pounds. Okay, so 10 years ago in your so early 20s, late yeah. teens. Yeah. Yeah, so I lost uh yeah, I lost 70 pounds. And then I gained it all back, like okay. the 94%, and then plus yeah. more. Okay, I did the same thing, because in high school, like senior year, I started, we had an elliptical in this basement you're in, actually, in this undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. Undis- uh, it's in the mountains of Nicaragua. Yep. Uh, and I flew here on my private jet, Nebraska. Actually. It's in Omaha, Nicaragua. Yes. Uh, we're in a tunnel in the mountains. Yep. Uh, a Sherpa led us here. That's with, true. With his pet llama. Yep. Yeah. It's. Wait, you got a llama? I got a donkey. Yeah. I mean, my sh- I, I was told not to say anything about the llama. I already broke the Sherpa's rules. Um, but uh, when I was in high school, I started me an elliptical in this undisclosed location. And um, I lost like 50 pounds or yeah, so yeah, yeah, my yeah. senior year of high school. Because I like, I'm, it was eight, 17 years old, metabolism that could do anything. Right, right. I could eat like styrofoam and be fine. So I just lost like 50 pounds, went to college, got real depressed, gained all of it and more right back. So yep. it's the same exact story you have, just different different sex. Like, so our bodies probably did shit a little differently. Yeah. And then just uh, probably not quite as much weight swing. Like I, my swings are always about 50 pounds mm. or so. Like, 50, like right now I'm at a valley, too. Like I know, or a, a peak, I guess, of weight loss. But like a valley in terms of pounds, like I'm down to like 185-ish, 190, really to, probably more like 195 after how I've eaten for the last few days. <laughs> so I feel you. Like my okay. weight's fluctuated so much. So yeah. then you, so you said 70s, so you gained more back. Then we're yeah. talking like early 20s, give or take, like late yeah, teens. Yeah, well, I think um, I gained a bunch of it back after uh, I went through my breakup. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And then um, that was what, two years ago now? I don't know, and then Wait, with, I, with the beekeeper. Yes, with the beekeeper. Ah, uh, the beekeeper. My ex fiance. That... Yeah, you know what I always say. You know, you uh, if it, what is it? You catch more bees with the honey, and you would have kept your beekeeper fiance boyfriend if it wasn't for your shitty personality. Yeah. Was that what the, was that the roast joke? Something about like something like that, and then something about also like dropping eighty uh, or like thirty pounds. See, and... I like to think that I encourage you to lose weight. Yeah, you know what I mean? I yeah, was, that's yeah, what it was. You know, it was, was that was the that was the kickstart that needed. You know. No. If I would have been more confidently confident in my stand-up comedy skills in that roast battle, I think I would have torched you. Because my plan in my head, here was my plan. I don't in my, know, man. The plan in my head, but I didn't execute it appropriately. Because I was too nervous about the costume. Like it was too silly for me at the time. Like I didn't let myself be that I'm silly. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't understand the costume. See, that's the problem. Because I was too afraid to take the big swing I wanted to take. I wanted to like have a full lasso and treat you like a cow. <gasps> Like I really oh, like, <laughs> you motherfucker! But it felt too mean because I like you. Yeah, you know that would have I mean? been too mean. You're right. So yeah. like, then I just went out there looking like a like a like a, like a Texas preacher instead of a, like a cowboy. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. and I was like, I knew that it would have been it would have been funny if I did it right, but it was such a risk, and I didn't want to be not funny and just be mean. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? that is the difficult part about a roast battle and i don't like being mean like so like for me roast battles have always i've always tried to do it against people that i know a little bit so that i don't feel that i can't so i'm not taking the wrong way yeah like and then because the only roast i've I've only won two and the the one that i won against phil davidson 
it was literally like sympathy almost because I'd just gotten out of a mental hospital and Phil made a joke about me killing myself and the audience was like, oh. Yep, I remember it that. It just looked like a dad picking on his son in front yep. of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember and then that. I, and then I bodied Raph, which is like nothing. It's not saying, no offense, Raph, but come on, bro. Go out, you know what I mean? You're not really even doing it anymore if he, if he ever listens to this. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. And it, but it was fun. Like Both those were great fun. Even losing to you was a lot of fun. Yeah. And losing to, I think, Ricky once too. I remember that was a good battle. Yeah. I do remember that battle. One of my favorite. Was I a judge on that one or no? I, I think so. Yeah, and that was also when we weren't cool again yet. So I, you were like a little snarky with me. Probably. Like we hadn't gotten over whatever bullshit we had. I don't even know what. No, we're not gonna hash it out. And then on, on your podcast. And the, yeah, no, we, yeah, we can just, it doesn't matter. We can talk about it. Whatever you want to talk about, I'll talk about. <laughs> and if I don't want to talk about it, I'll cut you off. Perfect. You know? Sounds good. So. And I remember on and then our battle, we had Andrea and her boyfriend, whose name I can never remember, um, but he's a really nice guy. Armando. Armando. I fucking love him. He's yeah. so funny. He was really nice to me as well, too. Yeah, he's yeah, very he's nice. He's a really sweet guy. He was very hilarious. Oh, my God. He's yeah. going to... I have a few, he's, he's so gonna, young. He's so young. He's going to yeah. blow up, like, any moment now. He's so, well, so talented. My theory is, like, once COVID wraps up and they can actually start making shit again, there's going to be so many new opportunities for people that are new faces in the entertainment world. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why, and we don't have to get into this either on the podcast, but that's one of the reasons why I need to at least go to L.A. once before, or as soon as possible, really. I've never mm-hmm. been out there. But weight loss, that was kind of the topic we tried to stay on. But obviously, that's all right. you know, we don't. I mean, we don't have to talk no. about it. We can talk about whatever we want. I know. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's the freedom of the airwaves. The oh. internet's a magical place. <laughs> And a terrifying place. Stay off the dark web. Uh, that's my advice. I don't think I've ever been on the dark web. Yeah, it's not a good place. I've been on it a few times years ago. It's kind of sketchy and weird. You've got to get a special browser. It's not even worth the hassle. Wow. Yeah, it's like... I have so many questions. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much like where people do illegal shit on the internet. That's basically all it boils down to. If you want to, like, find a way to contact somebody for any illegal thing through yeah. the internet, the safest way. But it's not even the safest way anymore because, like... Everyone knows about the dark web. Like it's right. not hard to get on there. You know what I mean? Like governments can get on there. The FBI can get on there. The CIA can get on there. It's like yeah. just don't do illegal shit. It's kind of like the easiest way. Like this. So like if you're on the dark web, it's assumed you're doing illegal shit. There's right. no reason to even be on it, really. If you're a normal person, right, 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 right. Just stick to the sites you know. You know, and that's also a little bit of my paranoid brain talking. Mm-hmm. But it's also like still a decent, safe message to live your life by. <laughs> You know don't what I mean? do illegal shit <laughs> yeah it's like it's the easiest way to not get fucked with in life you know it's like like but for me it's just more so like, if you want to break the law person this is america mm-hmm. carly if you want to go hit someone on the way home with your car i don't agree with that all right i'm against that but you're an american last i checked how fucking dare you i will hit somebody with my car if i so well please well i want that everyone that's listening to the nick davis show does not condone <laughs> support or advocate for any illegal behavior mm, okay. by Carly Mallison specifically <laughs> or otherwise or anyone else. I want to have a very firm stance on this. Okay. okay. I don't want my words to be misconstrued. Yes, sir. And if anybody asks me, if you go if you go commit crimes, it's not related to me. All right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. You're I in- will attempt not to commit We're crimes. both independent Americans. <laughs> I'm a patriot. Oh, my God. Shut up. I may be a libtard faggot, but I'm not a. But I am a patriot, and I am a little gay, a little queer. All right, coming out on my podcast. Hey! All right, got called the f word my whole life. All right, there's a reason. Assholes. Yeah, they were insightful assholes. They they saw it before I did. They're look at that little faggot. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do like dicks. <laughs> but even I didn't know. You didn't even know. No, I'm like, why do I have a crush on my male friends? Why do I want to be around them all the time? Yep, yep. You know, it's like it, 
It's all that little shit. Yep. You know what I mean? And then, and then you're just like, I know it's going to be a little ball of anger. And then like, why am I angry? Why is my dick hard? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't relate to my dick being hard. Well, let me tell you. It's like when your clit gets engorged, oh but bigger God, and better. Up. It's better because it's a male dick. You right, I mean? right. Obviously, female... men are superior to women. That's I keep forgetting that. In, in every way except in, uh, none in... of them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Like I'm, uh, I, I was at my friend's house today. My buddy Gerald, he I used to work with him, and uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, uh, his girlfriend's a vegan. She drives a Prius. They're an interracial couple. Beautiful people. Anyways, <laughs> race is important, all right. But I don't see color. And <laughs> oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> You're hanging out in my basement yeah. in an undisclosed location. I mean, in, a, in the mountains of Omaha, Nepal. Just, just tell my mom I love her. <laughs> Yeah, I feel gonna... like I'm not gonna make it out of this basement alive. You will, it te- uh, but if any, if anybody, if, to any FBI agents tapping in on these phones, text Carly's mom <laughs> and tell her I love her. Yeah, we every... and she was right. She was right. That Nick Davis is very funny. That's <laughs> the, <they> were... <laughs> actually, she does remember you. That's that's uh, all from that that uh, God that competition we did. Oh yeah, the, the very uh... very first one at on uh, Brady Street. Uh wait whoa oh whoa yeah like, comedy like, cafe that was like the second or third time I'd ever done stand up same same yeah. and she remembered you I I always say you can love me or you hate me but if you remember me I won <laughs> like as a comedian if you remember who I am yeah that means that I was at least funny enough for you to remember me I may have pissed you off but you remembered me right yeah. like but dude I was taking big swings back then like I was like my like I'll even, I I don't really talk about this much and I haven't talked about it on the podcast actually. One of my, my first closer was, like, I used faggot on stage. Like, my first closer. Before I was, like, comfortably out a little bit and kind of yeah. gay even, I, like, took this big old swing. And I, accident, yeah. I accidentally stole a Brian Posehn joke without even knowing. My first closer was accidentally stolen. And I, it was, I, I, and I never heard the joke before. Mm. It was on the Comedians of Comedy documentary, his gay chicken joke, about how he doesn't play gay chicken with his friends because, like, He's afraid we'll start making out and love it. Uh, like, that was my closer, and I'd never even seen that documentary. I knew who Brian Posehn was, but I'd never seen that joke before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wrote, like, the exact same joke, but I even I took it further than he did. Like, I had this whole bit about getting married to one of my friends, and then it, the game becomes, it goes from who's going to kiss the other one to who's going to divorce the other one first, loses uh, gay chicken. I remember this joke. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, there was this, like, Native American comic named Tito, they referred to me as the gay chicken guy at the comedy cafe. Like there was a, there was a small group of regulars that knew me as gay chicken guy. Oh. And like it was a really good joke. Yeah. But it literally has already been like Brian. Pos- that's okay. Like, yeah, because yeah. Brian Posehn's. But it was just it was it's so cool to me. Like people are like oh god that sucks. But it's like no. I mean, one of my first attempts at a joke was parallel thinking with a professional comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, I had to lose that joke, but it also told me that like hey, you're onto something. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like if you and him have the same thoughts. I don't know if you've ever had any kind of those scenarios where jokes that are similar that you had to cut or burn or change. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you give me an example? Um, There was one joke that I had that um, – uh, God, I don't remember what it is because I stopped doing it. But then I um, – This podcast brought to you by the smooth, refreshing taste of Diet 7-Up. <laughs> Keep going, Carly. Thank you. Um. It was uh, Amy Schumer did a joke so similar to the point that was me it something and... about your pussy? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but me and was Drew was it something about how you're overweight? <laughs> no. 
Was it something about how women and men are different? <laughs> okay, I'm done. Are you? I don't want to be, but I'm going to be done. <laughs> You're so funny. I know. I haven't been on stage in like six months. I, I wonder to... why we never worked out there, Nick. <laughs> because I'm too funny and you're intimidated by my wit. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. I will never, ever be able to live up to your humor. Well, I am a man. Yes, obviously. Which are worse than women in every way. <laughs> <laughs> every way. Uh, except for dick having ability. All the, the only thing that men are better than women at is being aggro and having dicks. Like that's yeah, really but it. you know, even women can have dicks. Yes, but I think just the collective experience of over the years, <laughs> men are just better with their dicks. I'm not saying women can't have dicks. Mm. I'm just saying it's like how like in your it's like how like it's like DNA shit. Like it's like, through the generations, men have always had dicks. So it's one of the things they're good at, and like punching people. Mm. Men are very good at aggression. Okay, okay. Yeah, in my opinion. Can I finish telling my story? <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> no, I don't even know. What was I talking Oh. A joke, uh, an Amy Schumer joke yeah, about your pussy. Yeah, and me and, um, me and uh, Drew Flaggy were watching it one time at... Um, That's uh, the most embarrassing thing for Drew Flaggy is you just told everybody that he's watched an Amy Schumer special. I made him. Honestly, I've never been more proud of you. Thank you. I was I was watching it and then he walked in, so I finished it's, it with him. It sounds like he was like hoping to like, like. I imagine Drew enters every room. I imagine Drew enters every room, kind of hoping there might be a naked woman in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like he walks to the door, like he's like, I'm mad from delivering Frito Lay chips. I really hope there's a naked woman behind this door, and there never is, and that's why he's so like raw. <laughs> Well, you know he's got a girlfriend now. Right? I know. He just hopes she's naked now. Like, yep. Now that he has a woman in his home, he just yeah. hopes that he opens the door and she's naked. Yeah. And if I remember one of his jokes, if she's got those bras you can fit like six bucks with the quarters in. He has some joke about doing laundry that I loved. I don't remember that joke. It was in an open mic. Mm. It was one of the few I went to. Ah, gotcha. One of the ones you didn't go to. Probably. Yeah, good for you. Probably good for your mental health. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. There was like a joke that was almost practically word for word. And I I turned to Drew and I was like, fuck, I can't do this joke anymore. And he's like, Haha, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. and then, but he was like, I got some stuff I'm going to steal. Like, he's just sitting there. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. he doesn't steal jokes. Never. It's, the idea of Drew Flaggy stealing Amy Schumer jokes is one of my favorite thoughts. Oh, though. that is hilarious. You know what though, I mean? Yeah. He, he comes up and steals Amy Schumer's jokes like. Oh, uh, look at my pussy. It's so right. pussy. I don't know what Amy Schumer's jokes are. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I should, it's just fun to make fun of her. I really don't like or hate the woman. I really right. don't have an opinion. But she's such a punching bag. She's so big. It's like she doesn't give a fuck about what I say. Oh, I know. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, bring it on. I it's like, don't oh, yeah. Care. Sorry. I have a multi million dollar movie deal with Paramount. Oh, talk about me on your podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't, she doesn't give a fuck. No, not at all. I wouldn't either if I was her. Right. Hell, she's in a movie with Rory Scovel. He did all the heavy lifting, you know? What is that movie? I don't know, but I love Rory. Uh, I forgot. I don't know what that movie is. Anyway. Have you watched, have you seen Rory Scovel to stand up for the first time, his special? No, I have not. It is one of the weirdest things. It's so fun. It's so great. Or his show, Robbie, also awesome. I've heard that, yes. Probably from Elijah Holbrook's Facebook posts. Probably. Yeah. Great. Get, You're great. just like dropping names. Dropping names, right guys. Here. Calling you all out. It's all been nice except for about Drew, but I love you, Drew. I was going <laughs> to say, Greg. no. And who? I'll oh, make fun of Greg. I called him an asshole. We're going to box on my podcast next oh, yeah. week. Yeah, I'm going to have him on. I'm going to figure out how close to being fat again he is. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> well, for the record, I still am fat. <laughs> like We all are fat. We, like, even, I think even anyone who was fat is kind of always fat. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. 
Like, even when I'm right now I'm at 180, I'm still the 230-pound kid. There's still part of me, and there's still the fat kid inside mm-hmm. of a skinny me. Right, right, right. Like, every day is like, should I eat that gallon of ice cream or should I have a carrot? Like, that's like every day. Mm, yeah. You know? Of course, yeah. Because you get into, like, bad eating habits, and it's so hard to break them. Like, we I had... were just talking about that, me and um, Greg. Yeah, were you guys kickboxing then or are you guys just we were talking? kickboxing and we were talking about you guys, how hard you guys, it is do you guys like record your podcast with like lapel mics so you yep. guys can like jog while you're doing it exactly you yep. guys should you should do that actually like we're on the treadmill yeah like and... a, you guys are just on ellipticals doing your podcast <laughs> and like the shot is just like you're two at a gym and it's like like nipples up both of you and all you see is you're clothed but right. I, was like, yeah. um... I mean if you want to be clothed it's your podcast <laughs> it's my damn podcast i'll, I'll yeah. be shirtless if i want yeah but what's nice is do the angle so you can go bottoms and they don't see it you know what i mean no bottoms it's like it's like it's a corona world <laughs> you know oh i totally did that today i had um a zoom meeting with my um managing attorney sorry i didn't know if managing i could say that attorney Ooh. yeah um carly is a lawyer I wish. Um, Do you pass the bar with flying colors? <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I was uh, in a Zoom meeting with him, and so I had, like, um, my, like, blazer on, like, a nice blazer and, a uh, like, a nice shirt, and, and then, then sweatpants. I was hoping you were just like, I was totally freeballing down there. I was just getting... Oh, my- I mean, I went, I was commando, and I, they were, like, you know, like, triple XL, so they were, like, out to, like, here on me. <laughs> I was they hoping, were beautiful. In my head, you're, I was really hoping to be. I was wearing a blazer, and then underneath, nothing. I was just getting my chair nice and stinky. You were just like really just rubbing it up. <laughs> just rubbing it on there. I was like a dog on a carpet, just going to town. I don't know. I uh, how have you been otherwise? We've hung out a little bit, but like yeah, we've hung out a little bit. I've what been has good. been going on? Um, how has COVID been treating you? Really? Like, I mean, there's probably ups and downs, goods and bads. There, in the beginning, it was a little. For me, it was a little scary, just because I didn't know i mean and same with the world like we just we didn't know what it was and it scared me and then like my work was just like um just kind they they didn't help they were like we're all working from home don't go anywhere and i was like oh my god like it was kind of i don't know it just like freaked me out a little bit so first month was kind of hard um and then i just kind of got used to it and now i just feel like it's the new normal well the new normal like that term annoys the fuck out of me because it's like it's never defined. Yeah, they true. just say it. I think. I mean, so I think partly it's obviously up to ourselves to define what our lives are. But there's obviously going to be like collective changes that are happening. Oh, right. Of you course. know. So like, yeah. but I don't know about you, but like I have loved. I, at first, I was. I mean, I when COVID hit, I went from bartending five or six nights a week. So I was out probably six or seven nights a week at some kind of establishment at that time, drinking a lot. So at first, it's like. I was like, oh, God, my life's different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was, a, so I felt like I lost something, you know? But when I didn't work and then I quit drinking finally, like, I had a kind of a personal rock bottom with alcohol and quit drinking. Like, I got used to the new normal of not going out. I'm like, why would I now? I'm like, why would I go out? You mm-hmm. know, why would I go spend money when I can just stay at home? Why would I drink at all when I cannot drink? Like, it totally changed my perspective on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, there's definitely been, it's like the tale of two quarantines almost. Like, first wave, second wave. Like, the yeah. first yeah, like the first wave is hard. The second wave is more dangerous outside, and yet people are still outside more than they were before. God, I hate them. It's almost like the doctors were right. 
You know, it's whoa. I know, right? It's like, uh, hey, who would have thought scientists who, were correct? Yeah. Who would have thought the people who studied one thing for their entire adult life might be good at understanding that one thing during a once in every hundred year pandemic? Like, the idea of not listening to the doctor during the pandemic is like not listening to the firefighter when there's a fire in a house. Right? You know what I mean? Yes. It's God. like this is why we have those people. Right, right. Can we listen to them? It's like it's like it's it's, like, it's literally like hey, it is like if you called the called the fire department, they showed up and then you yelled at them to not go in your house. Right. It's yeah. like what the fuck? Or it's like not wearing it's like not wearing it's like the mask thing. It's just like seatbelt laws. It's like people used to fight the seatbelt law. It's my freedom not to wear a seatbelt. Mm. And Americans were finally like, "Oh, yeah, I guess it's safer. I, I guess it makes sense that I should wear a seatbelt." I guess I guess Why are we talking like Sylvester Stallone here? Because he sounds like an idiot, like most Americans. <laughs> oh. Even though Sylvester Stallone seems like a very intelligent, sweet man, he just kind of got punched in the face a lot in his life. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. CTE's a bitch. I don't know what you want from me, Sil. <laughs> Come on, Sil. Sil, buddy. <laughs> don't fight me, bull. Don't fight me. That's a really good impression, man. Hey, the show. Okay, okay, okay. You're losing it. You're losing it. This episode of the Nick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adrian, hey, Adrian wants you to listen Yo, to Yo, Adrian. Hey, Adrian, Nick Davis's podcast is out. Come listen to Adrian. Carly, Carly, what are you laughing? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick Davis show will be run back after this commercial break. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. You twat. <laughs> Alright, we're back at the Nick Davis show here. I don't know what happened. I uh I think you've got a call. Maybe Sylvester Sloan called in. He, he hacked did. the line. Yeah. yeah. Well he's actually my uncle, so okay, he yeah. called me. And he was, he was well, like, cause hey. the FBI texted your mom. <laughs> And then he got a, your mom got a hold of Uncle Sill, yep. and then he just comped in. So right, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it happens. And I, you know, it's just the technological world we live in. <laughs> you know, there's hackers everywhere, which is why you should get a VPN. Uh, Nick David Show is not sponsored by NordVPN, <laughs> but you should get NordVPN. What I the have hell a, is that? It's a, Nor- a virtual proxy network. It's basically where your internet runs through another computer, and your IP address is kept private. I use the NordVPN to keep myself safe, and so should you. Other podcasters are sponsored by ExpressVPN. Maybe use promo code TIM, promo code T-I-M, to give Tim Dillon some money if you get an ExpressVPN. Oh, my God. Or maybe go on NordVPN like I did. It's based out of Panama, so you know it's safe. Anyways, Sylvester Stallone's gone, and so are the ads are done. Back to our guest, Carly Malison. <laughs> That was beautiful. Yeah, I got ads. It's weird. Actually, I'm going to keep – what I kind of want to do is uh, – those are just things I like. I think people should get a VPN. But I like the idea of talking slander about businesses and then asking them to pay me money to stop. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So I start talking shit about companies I don't like, like locally, like local companies. And then be like, yeah, pay me and I'll stop. Or they'll probably just give you a cease and desist. Which is good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like money. Anyways, um, let me think here. So, have you you haven't done any comedy, like any open mics, or you've done some shows, right? I've done shows. I haven't done any open mics. Good. 
Uh, yeah, because I'm... Sm- no, just kidding. Well, no, I mean, to anyone doing open mics, do your thing, live your life, but I'm just not going to spend time in any bar I don't need to spend time in. Exactly. That's yep. really all it boils down to. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah, I don't feel comfortable yet going out, and for anyone that is saying otherwise, do your thing. I don't care, but just if leave get, me alone. If you get COVID, don't come crying to me. Exactly. You know, that's really what it boils down to. Like, if you want to go out, you can go out. It's your freedom. But I'm going to yeah. stay inside, and I'm going to wear masks when I go out. Exactly. That's all it boils down to. Yeah. And it's all it, – the, the most – we can talk about COVID as long as you want. I'm really – I haven't talked about it much on my podcast in a while, but now the second wave's popping off. And it's like – it's the most infuriating thing that there's still people that are like, fuck mask. It's like – it's not even hard. Like Right. It's literally the least you can do. Yeah. It's like it's – like, To get this thing under control. People, and you're yeah. refusing to do it. How – fucking selfish are you sorry i I don't know if i can swear on here you can you can i said faggot earlier oh that's true yeah i hate that word so much yeah i'll stop using it it kind of makes me cringe too but i'm like as i came out i was like i'm angry all the anger yeah i I get it i mean yeah when i when i first came out i was like i'm gay as fuck i'm queer i'm queer as fuck i'm gonna go i want to go i want to go straight bashing you know what i mean i just want to go beat up some straight guys let's go beat up some streets (laughs) just a bunch of guys with painted nails and like a really frilly baton just come out and beat up some really aggro straight guys i love it i love it it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I think that'll be a skit, if anything, not my reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, Nick Davis show does not advocate violence in any capacity. Uh, all jokes. Um, yes. All jokes in this uh, undisclosed location. Thank you. <laughs> I love Th- how you keep saying that. Thank you, Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> Future you know, I think this might be the best episode of the show so far. Honestly, Obviously. I love having. Yeah, I mean, of course, I chose a great first guest. You did. You yeah. really did. Got to come you... up on the mic a little bit, but it's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Got to come up on the. Uh, hey, hey, you hear me now? Do you ever, speaking of coming up on the mic, uh, have, you, have you ever came on a Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, have you ever came with a microphone? No, I'm kidding. Um, have you ever listened to the 10-minute podcast? No. No to all of those questions, by the way. I like that only one of them was what I wanted. <laughs> like, I wasted my time with the first two. Yes, and yours. yes, you did. Um, but you giggled, so it's all worth it. I did. Anyways, uh, the 10-minute podcast was Will Sasso, uh, Brian Callen, Rest in Peace Corona, and Crystal Leah, Rest in Peace Cancel. Uh, so, Will Sasso, the, the only one that I truly like of those three still. Both of the other two prove themselves to be questionable characters, in my mm-hmm. opinion. If you don't know, Brian Callen caught Corona by doing shows in Houston. <laughs> like, oh, no, He I and Brendan Schaub went to Houston and did these big old shows and immediately got Corona. And then Chris Lee was hitting up literally teenage girls to come fuck. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. I, t- I haven't told you this. I know a girl that he solicited. Yeah, no, you told me. Oh, did I? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's wild shit, man. It's disgusting. And it's like, I, when it happened, I was like, cool. Like, I never really liked him after mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? And he always came across as kind of an arrogant douche mm-hmm. to me. And now I'm like, hey, you just lost, hey, LA, you lost a long, brown-haired, silly boy comedian. Guess who's one of those but doesn't solicit 18-year-olds? Hey. I'll play a pedophile and work a holics named Dofer. Let's go. <laughs> I'll fill right in. I can go be a creepy guy on you, and it'll actually be acting. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I remember watching Workaholics, and I was like, oh, he's a that's really creepy. And then I was watching you, it's, and I'm like, oh, oh, this is way too good of acting, even for Chris. Oh, it's not acting. It's not acting. The best acting he did was on Whitney, and that was okay. Because <laughs> yeah, because he had to pretend to like a woman his own age. I know. Those fucking old broads. <laughs> I was channeling Crystal Leah's. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you want Syl to come back? Like, 
Fucking old broads. They suck. Those fucking dames. <laughs> They're bunk. Those old dames are bunk. Yeah. We had to get us a young doll to yeah. take over to the soda fountain. <laughs> It's hard to pay for a soda during these depression times. Can you believe it's a whole nickel? <laughs> you just keep going. Like, you just, you go. Yeah, it turns yeah. out if I'm not rattled with alcohol, my brain works pretty decently. No way. I know, right? <laughs> and I'm not, uh, when I'm only 20 pounds overweight and not 70. You know, like that really helps your brain work better. Oh, good to know. I didn't know that. Uh, well, you know, you still got 70 to lose, so. Too real? Too real? I want to punch you in the throat sometimes. I know, I know right? Just but, sometimes. But it's cool as like being a little gay, I can get away with a little more. You know what I mean? Like, but can you? Yeah, can sorry. You? It's a reality of the world. I'm a straight white man who's a little gay. That means I've got gay privilege a little bit and a lot of white male privilege. <laughs> you have so much white male privilege. Dude, I'm going to like... I'm going to use it for good, though. You know what I mean? We're going to go stomp out some neo-Nazis verbally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with we our get, words we get it you don't promote violence nick david show does not promote violence but we do promote vpns <laughs> and diet seven up mm. any any diet white soda really it's good if you're trying to cut back on your sugar if you want to you know still have the bubbles but none of the caffeine <laughs> diet white soda is really the move also i floss every day brush my teeth twice a day the, the nick david show is a strong advocate for oral health care i have zero cavities I just got one filled and my wisdom teeth ripped out during Corona. So oh. my mouth has never been better. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, it's not the first time I've heard that, believe it or not. <laughs> it's also, you know, I've never been in a fight before. I believe you've told me that, yeah. It's like a point of pride for me that I've never been in a physical altercation. Nice. Uh, I've you I've pissed people off drunkenly at bars, and they people have wanted to fight me. Yeah. But no one's ever fought me. I almost got in a fight in middle school, but I found a way to weasel out of that too. Nice. I've only I've never gotten to a fight fight. I've only thrown two punches in my entire life. I think I've only thrown two. I threw one at my friend Ryan Greenwood in like fourth grade, and one at another. It was a burp. One at some other kid in, like, seventh grade. Mm. I got punched in the face kind of once, but I, like, dodged it. Like, I went backwards, so he, like, grazed my face. And then I told <laughs> the teacher that this kid tried to punch me in the face. And she, the teacher went, come on, Nick, are you for real? And I said, and then the kid walked by. I said, Patrick, didn't you just try to punch me in the face? And he went, yeah. Uh, and then the yeah. teacher still did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got slapped in the face once by, um, by my really good friend because she was having a bad day. And I was like, "Did you call her the c word or no, something?" No, I was just like, "Do you need like to slap me?" And she goes, oh. "Kind of." And is I was this like, your introduction to BDSM? A little bit. <laughs> she was, she was like, "Yeah." That's when and I so got slapped just... for the first time and found out that my pussy gets wet from ladies. I mean, you are not wrong. Um. So yes, queen. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So she smacked me because she was going through a bad day, and man, did that hurt. That's the only time I've ever been hit in the face. The way you said man, it confirmed so many of my jokes. You know what I mean? Like, man, that hurt. Ugh. Man, that hurt. <laughs> what are you? <sighs> I know. I'm so annoying, aren't I? I'm like the worst. You're not the worst. Yeah, you're the worst. Yeah, but it's like a fun kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah. And like, so would Greg if he came out. I love Greg Bard. 
We're not going to box. That's what I'm talking I think you're just using me to get to Greg is what it is. I'm trying to fuck him. Yeah. I'm a little gay. Yeah. I'm trying to just like get up in his butt and munch his cheeks. Do it. Yeah. I'll ask him first, consensually. Obviously. Nick Davis Show does condone sensual, consensual sex. Consensual sensual sex. Consensual here on the Nick Davis Show. Consensual sex is the number one priority yeah. on the Nick Davis Show. But clothes uh, unrest your comfort level. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. Just kidding. <laughs> In totally that case, kidding. I'm going to put on a corduroy slacks. <laughs> in that case, where are my three sweaters? <laughs> yeah. Where, where's my straight jacket? <laughs> I was like, I need to be conceived. I, you know, I have restless arm syndrome. Oh, oh my God. So, <laughs> that reminds me. <laughs> okay. So, I have to tell you this story. Okay. So. But how much you're laughing before you tell it, I'm excited. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's probably not as funny as I think it is, but me and my sister freak out every single time we remember this so it was christmas eve probably three years ago now because this was before thank you this was before i was engaged um this was before before your before your b was kept yes before my b was kept before pretty much like i it's hard to keep a b a long time keep going (sighs) shut up no so before i ever i never introduced anybody that i was seeing to my family okay it is a hard thing to do sometimes. It is. I've introduced all of them, which was a mistake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I've lived in my uh, undisclosed location for too long. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we go to Christmas Eve at my dad's sister's house, my aunt. And so it's my aunts, my uncles, and my dad. And my uncle brought his girlfriend. And something you need to know, my uncle has schizophrenia. Oh, the fun one. Yes. He's very fun. Love him to death. Uh, um, love you, Uncle Carrie, whatever. Shout, shout out, dude. I bet he voted for John Carrie. <laughs> um, and his girlfriend also, I don't know if she also had schizophrenia or she had something else. Whatever it is. Some sort yeah, of it's, uh, personality. It's so, hard, it's so hard to put that shit in a box yeah. and like, label it. She had so, some sort of personality um, illness thing. Um, they were so cute together. I'm so sad that they broke up. But anyway... She was so nice. <laughs> she um, she made, like, deviled eggs for us. But uh, So we're at the dinner. We're at dinner, and we're just talking. And she bought me the Ellen DeGeneres book, uh, one of Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, known CA, opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I don't know. It was, like, seriously, I'm joking, or I don't, I don't know what the – not that you guys need to know what Seriously, the, I'm kidding. Something, something dumb like something that. Something stupid seriously, like that. Seriously, I'm dancing to Justin Timberlake. Right, something stupid like seriously, that. Seriously, I'm wearing a pantsuit. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, like, Seriously, I have a man's haircut. <sighs> I'm sorry. I had to keep going. Um, Seer, I'm kidding. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um your your aunt who has some kind of whatever no my uncle's girlfriend uncle's girlfriend same difference but yes keep going she she bought me this book and i was like oh my god like thank you and i thought she bought it because of comedy right but it was like a weight loss book no it wasn't. <laughs> oh my god nick davis i'm gonna walk off your show right now <laughs> be the first guest and the first to walk off all in one all in one all in one um but I thought she bought it because, you know, I do comedy. Everyone you knows she was I being do comedy. Thoughtful and really yeah, sweet. so I was like, Oh, thank you. That's so awesome. Yeah. She goes, Yeah, she goes, and don't worry, my my uh my nieces like you too. And I was like, What do you mean? Oh uh, I was like, Oh, she's a comedian too. She goes, No, you know. A dyke. And I was like, Do you think I'm a lesbian? <laughs> and she goes, Well, aren't you? 
kind of. And my sister and me, we look at each other, and my sister just busts out laughing. She's like, it. oh my god. She's like, this just made my... She's like, I don't want anything else for Christmas. Merry, She's like, I just want this. Merry Christmas. We just embarrassed Carly. <laughs> it was the funny... No, I just... I laughed so hard. I, I was like, yep, not the first time. The uh, only way that could have been funnier is if it was an Ellen DeGeneres weight loss book. Like, that's the right? only way it yeah. could have been funnier. Exactly. No, it was so well, funny. So every know, year a, we sweetie, always... I don't know if you know this. Ellen DeGeneres is a lesbian and she also used to be fat. <laughs> oh, my God. I would thought about you immediately. Oh, wait. Right. You do comedy, too? No. Whoa. Whoa. Three, three, three birds, one stone. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then it was so funny because then the... The next year, I uh, um, I'd gotten engaged, and so like we went over. She there. bought you a new Ellen DeGeneres book about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't there. They had broken up at that point. She probably had the book at home and was like, "No, I can't give it to her." I was so upset because they broke up, and I was like, "I wanted to prove to her." I was like, "See, I do like men too." Okay. See, he's got a dick, and he was born a man. He's not even a woman with a dick. <laughs> yeah, it was. Having a dick is one of the few things men are great at. <laughs> callback, callback, callback. Yes, it was a shit show, and it just it, it made me laugh so hard. Like, oh, I'm laughing now a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I like to bring that up to my sister sometimes, and we, we just laugh, and we're like, oh, we miss. I th- what was her name? I think it was Carol. I don't remember. I've only met her like a couple times. I'm not yeah. really close with my family. Carol sounds like the uh, the the, un- the uncle girlfriend that would give you really weirdly good gifts, but yeah. also not understand anything about the person that they're giving the gift to. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, it totally does. And then my aunt, who's known me my entire life, got you socks. Got me socks. <laughs> no, got me socks. And a book. Of postcards. Oh God! That say I'm you suck. <laughs> I, do, I do suck. You're right. <laughs> I was like, wow, thank you, thank you oh, my so God. much. It, isn't it crazy how predictably bad family is sometimes? Like oh, literally, yeah. like the stereotypical joke gifts are literally what you got. Like I'm like, you got socks, and there were socks. There were socks. Yeah. And note cards. That's like, oh yeah, it's like a little kid, the kitschy little joke right, from my yeah. from my niece. Yeah. You know, it's like it's, it's exactly what it was. It's like I love her, but I have no idea what to get her. Oh yeah, no, we and she... I don't want to spend too much money. Right? Jews, am I right? Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Jesus Christ, you're just insulting me all over. Hey, I think I might have some Jewish lineage in me, but I won't take a DNA test to find out. All so, right. You know what I mean? I feel like I, I'm I feel akin to the Jewish people. I've always liked their culture, so at the very least, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? I'm not. I won't. I won't. That's not the first time I've been told that. Hey, it's uh. I, what do you have? Two fans. Maybe I, three? I have five, okay? <laughs> you have like, you're just like, you have a notepad. Like, you right? New fan. My fans. In your diary wall today, I had, I, found, I made a new fan today. I told them about my podcast. <laughs> Dude, when oh. I was, let me tell you real quick about plugging my podcast. I think I might have mentioned this to you before, but as uh, to anyone that doesn't know, most people don't know, I spent a little bit of time in the loony bin. No. Uh, yeah, it was a great time though. I'm healthy. I'm good. I'm good free and clear and, uh, you know, managing my shit. But while I was in there, the way, because they, they don't want you to have, like, limited contact with people. So they don't really want you exchanging contact <laughs> information. <laughs> so I, everybody that I got cool with, like, I talk, I, I have an email for this show. It's thenickdavisshow at gmail.com. And if anybody wishes to reach out, that is the best place to reach me for the show. 
and uh, I gave I was just plugging my podcast in a mental hospital. I just would like have a little notepad. I'd be like, listen to my show, boom. <laughs> listen to my show, boom. That's amazing. Yeah. So like, it, it, at the very least, if I got three new listeners out of that, you know what I mean. But I yeah. made some cool friends. Granted, mental hospitals are full of all crazy characters. You have people that are just need a break, like I did. They kind of burn themselves out. You have people that are detoxing from hard drugs. You have people that have schizophrenia like your uncle and it's not managed well and they're hearing voices and you just have all different kinds of people in one environment. And the only way to survive that really is to find a few friends, you know, right, is to find right. people to kind of like keep your sanity. Like, hey, let me check in with you. And are you seeing what I'm seeing there that this is a little wild? And it's like, yep, that's a little wild. It's like, oh, God, thank you. So I made some really cool friends, but hopefully they're all listening to the Nick Davis show. Yay. So hopefully they're listening. And like I said, email the show anytime at v if Nick. you're listening to the Nick Davis show, you should totally check out Eight Months Away from Being Fat Again. With hosts Carly Melson and Greg, and Greg Bach. Bach. Yes, exactly. And uh, Carly, do you have any social media stuff you want to plug it all while we're doing plugs? Do you... Oh, yeah. Um, my Instagram is at Carly Mallison. My Twitter cool. is at Carly Mallison. And I don't have a Facebook fan page yet because I just feel like I'm not there yet. <laughs> also, just get like, I, did, I deactivated my Facebook, honestly. like I, I'm at the point where I'm over it. I'm so close to doing just that. Just do it. Yeah. Give yourself at least like a but week off. But that's how I get shows. I mean. But, we... here's, but what I would do, and we can talk more off mic on this. Yeah. But message people that you know that book you on Facebook and just get their phone number. You mm. know what I mean? If they like you, they'll book you. And if they already had you, they'll have you again. You know what I mean? It's it just true. requires a, it just requires a little more legwork. Yeah. But you can do it. Ugh, I'm so lazy though. Well then don't maybe give yourself a break. You know what I mean? Like take a week off. Like deactivate for a week and see how you feel. I like that. You know, like I'm not gonna be off Facebook forever, but right now because of my mental health, getting out of a hospital recently, I'm a little more fragile than normal. Yeah, so course. I just have to kind of eliminate certain stressors. You know what I mean? That makes sense. As long as I keep my brain chill, like I, I'm fine, you know. But it yeah. just, it just, it's a pro, it's a learning process every day. Yeah, of course. And part of it to help me is just to not see people complain about their lives on Facebook, <laughs> or not see open mic comedians bitching about successful comedians, or not seeing <laughs> uh, successful comedians humble bragging to open mic comedians, or not seeing my aunt's racist jokes. Do I do that? No, do you, I humble. I humble brag. You humble. A little bit. Every comedian humble brags. You know what? It's yeah. like, hey, come to my show. Oh wait, it's sold out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I have done that. Where I'm like, like sorry. <laughs> sorry, the show I'm on is sold out. Even if you wanted to come, you couldn't. Maybe I can get you comps if you ask nicely. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. This is actually like a private gig. Like, I'm getting a hotel room booked for me and everything. But, I'm so sorry. But I want you and everyone to know that I'm doing this tonight. Right, yeah. It's not just enough to have a room full of people staring at me. <laughs> I need, I need to have world. every comedian I'm friends with able to see that I'm doing well tonight. Yes, you know? yeah. And like I'm kind of just tired of being my own PR team. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. kind of tired of just managing a PR team for my life. And Will you like, be my PR team? I'm I'm so over it. Dude, I hate I, doing I'm literally it. thinking about like hiring a social media manager like as soon as I have the money. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. Because like I need social media for comedy and yeah. stuff, but I hate it. I know. That's like, I like Instagram. Instagram's fine. And like just podcasting it's is fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. But like Facebook is just so. <sighs> but here's, here's what I keep telling myself with my podcast, with your podcast, even if they're local, if it's good, people will find it. Mm-hmm. If it's on, especially if you're on Spotify, like I'm not even going to fight to get an Apple podcast. Like who gives a fuck? Like Joe Rogan's going to go on exclusively Spotify. Mm-hmm. Everyone has Spotify. I'm uh yeah I'm on Spotify I think we're also on uh, Apple too. See my second episode has a parody song in it so Apple was like fuck off so they wouldn't oh. let me on. 
So I'm just not even going to fight it. Like, it's like, whatever, fuck that it. That makes sense. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even run ads on Anchor. Like, I just yeah. let it go. It's like, I'm like, what do I, I run ads and I get what? Like, at this point in my podcast, I get like 40 cents. It's right. like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to put any ads. Why waste anyone's time with real ads? Yeah. If I meant to get ads, I'll get ads eventually. Eventually. You know? yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be a little podcast whore either. You know what I mean? I want to do this because I like it. I do. I'm going to be a well, you're already podcast whore. Well, you're a, other kinds of whore, so why not just throw it on the podcast? You <laughs> oh, know what I, mean? I hate you so much, Nick Davis. I know. Isn't this, uh, dude, I'm going to be a fucking monster on stage once I get up there. Mm-hmm. All these fucking little twats not doing dick, complaining in their basements. Like, I'm in an undisclosed location making shit. <laughs> Just slide into my DMs and I'll let I'll let y'all know where Nick lives. I'm kidding. I would never do that, Nick. You don't want to see the wrath, Carly. I would never. You, is Uncle you still gonna come back up? <laughs> hey, Carly. Hey, Carly. Don't give out Nick's personal number. Don't dox Nick. I that sounded like that, that, that didn't sound. That sounded more like uh, Doctor Phil, like a. A kind of a little bit. Carly, here's the thing. Damn it! How are you good at like imp- like I didn't know this about you. I've recently gotten better in my impressions, and I've kind of gotten confident with myself, and in that process, got more confident in my impressions. Ah. So, like for instance, like two hens in a hen house <laughs> doesn't equal a bucket of milk. <laughs> oh my god! I love this so much. So, like, Carly, do me a favor. I know you might be upset at some of the things that Nick says. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you might get distracted by your cellular telephone. Sorry. And he might be a little bit of a dick sometimes. <clears throat> but now it's gotten to turn into Mr. Mackey. It's kind of become Mr. Mackey, which also works. <laughs> it works pretty good. But, Carly, you've got to not dox your friends on the Internet. Okay. I, I apologize. Dr. Phil Mackey is here. <laughs> Dr. Phil Mackey is here to rein in his brother Vic Mackey of, of the Shield because he and Shane are up to no good. <laughs> I'm like crying right now. Then I think that means it's a pretty good episode of this podcast. <laughs> this is a great episode. You're welcome. Yeah, this was definitely all you. you <laughs> Carly Malson is the reason why Nick Davis is funny. Dr. Phil Mackey said it first. <laughs> Watch out for my brother Vic. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah, again, it's fun to play with somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this, my, all of this podcast to this point has just been me talking to a microphone alone in an undisclosed location. Yeah. Right. That would be boring. At least, yeah, at least I have Greg to yeah. shoot the shit with. You got Greg. Everybody needs a Greg. Everyone needs a I actually my, agree with that statement. My uncle, Everyone needs a Greg Bach. I have, I have, well, I think a Greg. Like, I have an Uncle Greg. But is he like Greg Bach? I think Greg Bach's like my uncle Greg because he's older. Oh, okay. But there are similarities. I do believe in names meaning things. Like every Carly that I've met has been like a playful person I get along with. Mm-hmm. And granted, it's only been three, but it's still three Carlys that have been like, hey, we kind of like vibe. We kind of get along well. And like Greg's have been a kind of person in my life. Like I didn't always get along with my uncle Greg, but at the end of the day, we love the fuck out of each other. Like mm-hmm. me and Greg may have had beef when I was an alcoholic asshole and 21 years old. You know what I mean? That I, I created. I feel like anyone who meets anybody at 21. Yeah, exactly. Gets a free pass. I know. And I don't think anybody holds it against me. It's more so that like. Oh, they do. They all hate. You. I'm just well, kidding. Well, that's cool. Sorry, it's good. To, it's good to know. Um, I mean, we were gonna try to talk more about weight loss. We were, but we kind of went off the rails, and that's okay. But here, Dr. Phil Mackey uh, has some advice. Just maybe avoid some carbs. Get I some can... light cardio. You know, I was I was doing research on it, and um, <clears throat> I came across this blog 
and she had lost I, I love this woman her name is Yvette and it's some fr- sorry some French name that I can't pronounce um oui oui <laughs> oui je suis un homme <laughs> I'm a man je suis un homme oui oui oh Jesus Christ c'est la vie oui oui can I finish my story maybe <laughs> I hate you so much oui oui Hola, señora. Okay, well, that's Spanish. Sí, sí. So now you're just being offensive. No, no sé, no sé, no sé, señorita, señorita bonita, no sé, no sé. Uh, uh, no sé, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Sorry. Uh, no sé, no sé. How do you say sorry? Lo siento. Lo siento, sí. Gracias, señorita bonita. Continue with your story. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, she had lost like 90 pounds and, uh, ran like two marathons and then she got injured and then she started gaining stuff back and she was like, why the hell am I gaining this weight back? I'm not eating any different. And then she realized, uh, oh, because she's not running 55 miles a week anymore. So she was eating the carb level <clears throat> as if she was burning off all that She was shit. eating, not so much carbs, but she was just the eating calorie as. calorie level. Yeah, yeah. She was, her caloric intake was as if she was running 55 miles a week. Yeah, it's, people often forget that. I've noticed that, like, for when I ride my bike, if I have, mm-hmm. because I rode six, five or six miles today. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm famished and I can eat oh, like yeah. anything. And then I've got to remind myself that like, oh, you're full now. Like you, you got the food. You don't need to keep eating like right. that. It's so well, hard. When it comes to like, I know that for my body, like if I do like a cardio day, the next day, nothing will ever fill me. Like I'm starving that whole day. Yeah. And then if I do, I if I do like weights, if I weight lift more then i feel like i can control my hunger better which yeah. is really weird no no it makes sense i've actually i know in my weight loss journey where i'm at like, i know i have to start introducing weights because mm-hmm. i think i've done all that just cardio can do for my body yeah. you know what i mean like i've burned all the fat i can burn from just cardio yeah so i've got to start introducing weights which is something that kind of intimidates me but i'm comfortable doing it slowly i just don't be intimidated no i well i used to play football i don't know if you remember that so i played football for five years as a kid in just freshman sophomore year, in like the like the preseason shit, we would do weight training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would never teach us how to do the lifts. They would just right. pair us up with like three other kids and say, "Go do bench presses, go do squats, go right. do power cleans." And that's so so bad. Yeah, and they're like, "Do as much weight as you can," and like that kind of shit. Like it's that old school like aggro football mentality, yeah. and like they're not teaching me any kind of form. Oh my god, that's I'm you surprised there I mean? you didn't like break your back or anything. Oh, I was like just that. really bad at it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, like, I just if it if it hurt me at all, I wouldn't do it, yeah. and I was bad at it. Well, so that's I, smart. So I yeah, it just inherently no pain, no gain. I'm like, fuck you, this shit hurts too much. Like, well, that's probably because you're the wrong, it's the wrong kind of pain. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, well, I always had really bad posture growing up, too, mm-hmm. because I was fat. I would slouch to like make the front of me look flatter. So my upper back is like. It makes it, me so sad. Yeah, right? Literally until like this last year of my life, I've been focusing on my posture. So I've almost yeah. gained like two inches in height. Just like, I've always been that height, but my resting posture is almost two inches taller than how I've been standing most of my life. Wow. So like I've been I've gotten over a lot of body dysmorphia in the last like two years or so. That's awesome. Like I used to never take off my shirt in pools as a kid and stuff yeah. like that. Like there's a reason why I have this farmer's tan and shit. It's like a perma farmer's tan. Yeah, because I played football and I worked at Six Flags. Where I was outside all summer wearing polos or button downs and like I just never took off my shirt. So like if I mean I'll show you, no one listening can see, but like the difference between my arms and my stomach, it's like yeah. it's astounding, you know. And now you've checked your phone. Let me see what I got over here. Let me see. I got a little. I got a message. Someone cares about Nick Davis. 
Who cares about Nick Davis? No one cares about Nick Davis. Oh, I care about Nick Davis. Let me see what we got here. I've got... Oh, tight. I got to Okay, we're good. All right, so... Carly, I think we... We've gone over a lot. We've gotten distracted. Now we're both on our phones. Let's wrap this thing up. Is there anything you want to end this podcast with? Any, you can plug something, whatever you want to do. How do you want to end it? I'm going to leave it up to you. Um, I don't know. I, I, I love you all. All right. Well, thank that, you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. And as I always end every show, fuck off. I love you. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming, Carly. You're welcome. Alright guys, if you made it to the podcast, I really hope you enjoyed it. It was one of the most fun times I've had yet doing this show. Uh, tell your friends about the show and just list, keep listening. That's really all I want out of this. Uh, I don't have any ads. I don't have any sponsorship. It's The show's not big enough for that. So all I ask is that you tell your friends if you like the show. Keep on listening. Uh, we're on most platforms. And I also know that Carly did not finish that story she started at the end of the podcast as I was editing. I noticed I cut her off and we kept being a little too silly to finish any kind of stories. So if you want anything more from Carly, make sure to check out Eight Months Away from Being Fat Again. Their Instagram is at Eight Months Podcast on Instagram. You can also find Carly on Instagram at Carly Mallison. It's C A R L Y M A L I S O N. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter at a, at K N I C K D A V I S. And you can email this show, thenickdavisshow at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, follow, do all that gay shit, and uh, shoot me an email. And as always, fuck off. I love you. Goodbye.